Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What? Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside Dan, Joe, and where's Jamie? Where's he gone? Where has that boy gone? I'd like to say what a boost to him, but he's not here. Where's he still? He's bloody working, apparently. He is going to be here, though. Don't you worry. He's excuses, given me excuses. I know. He's given me the thumbs up to say he will be a little bit late on. So we thought we'd be gentlemen and wait for him, and then couldn't be bothered waiting because he's five minutes longer than he said he's going to be. So we thought, sod it. Let's just start the show. We've got a lot to get through and a lot to talk about this week. But how are you two doing? Are you catching up on last week's Dynamite? Yeah, I'm just yeah. on the last match now. I'm on um, Chris Jericho versus Wardblow. Uh, that's just God. about to start. But I was halfway through NXT, but when we finish the pod, I'll be uh, finishing the last half of it. But I know what's happened. It looks decent, and I'm really hyped for TakeOver 36 on the weekend. I think we got a jam-packed show the Friday, the Saturday, and the Sunday this weekend. Where is TakeOver this year? It's not in the Capital Wrestling Centre, is it? I assume it's in an arena, is it? No, it's in the CWC. And to be is honest, it? it's driving me what? nuts. The, the crowd is so flat. I need them to get it out of there and do something else. But I know they're going back to taped uh, things, which USA Network aren't very happy yeah. about. Um, but yeah, they're still, do, still in the CWC, which is good for some talent who are training and they go straight from the PC over. But for us as, as fans watching it, the crowd are just flat. It's not the same as it used to be in full sale. Why aren't they doing it in an arena? They could sell it, like a small arena, like they, they used to be doing of about 10,000 tops. They, they've been selling them out. No issues with previous takeovers. Yeah, with, with previous pandemic. I think if they did um, advertise that they were going to do it in Vegas or do it in a different like MGM ground or something, I think they could do it. But with the talent they've got at the moment, I think it is the case that they're in the PC and then they go across and go to the CWC. they kind of got to deal with them at the moment. So... It works out well, but they do need to get back to stadium um, main events. And I know they do their house shows as well, which is pretty decent. But I agree with you. Like, watching it, the, the crowd just are nonchalant. They're just not really there doing much. Well, we spoke last week, didn't we, about the fact that it's about to go through a rebranding, you know, new hmm. arena-type setup within the CWC, new logo, new talent, your bodybuilder six-foot-plus guys, all that type of business. Bit more like an Ohio Valley wrestling type training school. Um, I mean, I don't know, Joe. What have you have you been enjoying NXT lately? Do you think it needs this change? Yeah, I mean, I think the problem with NXT is that they've got so badly beaten by AEW or Dynamite. They had the Wednesday night wars, and I know NXT is technically like the up and coming show, but I think. Vince McMahon was so pissed off that this up-and-coming show, you know, AEW, has just got all any talent, you know, bar Kenny Mega and Chris Jericho, they're all they're all unknowns, you know, Darby Allen and all them were pretty much unknowns a year ago. Like, I didn't know who Darby Allen was a year ago. And they've made an absolute mockery out of NXT and WWE. And I think Vince has looked at it and gone, right, I need to restart, refresh and rebrand NXT. I want it to go back to where it started, where it's a, a developmental brand. I think with NXT, it's got it's a victim of its own success. Like it was only meant to be like a startup show with you know where you trained wrestlers, but because it's got so popular by the 
the diehard wrestling fans like watching all the NXTs and like NXT takeovers were actually better than the actual main show a lot of the time. And I think it's a victim of his own success. So like, we'll push it, push it, push it. And then when he didn't come along, we're like, oh yeah, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. And I think they've just taken the, their success for granted. And then AEW basically taking a massive shit on them. And then <laughs> Vince McMahon, that's it. Everything that we were doing in NXT, we're starting over. We're doing something completely different. Well, well, you look at those little guys. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You look no, at those no, little, you, they went. They changed from having all of these big guys and putting them over, like the Lesners and the Lashleys, and they go, "No, we're going to put over the little guys. We're going to get Brian Danielson, we're going to get CM Punk, and then they become mega stars. And now they've become mega stars, and they're buggering off to another company. They're probably looking at it and going, "Right, I'm just going back to the big guys because you guys aren't going to want these big guys because they're just going to squash everyone else." Um, and even Everise, they were on Jericho's podcast this week and basically said that the company was going in another direction and they're looking at getting the big guys back in. So I think that is sort of the route that they're going in. Well, we can ask Mr. NXT himself because he is now here. Mr. Jamie Crawford himself has now arrived from quote-unquote working. We know he's a big, big fan of the old NXT. So... Jamie, are you looking forward to this Sunday's TakeOver 30? Why is it called TakeOver 36? Are they trying to be the UFC? It's the 30th, 36th TakeOver that they've done. So Yeah, yeah I but, think but, just... but it's not like an anniversary, is it? It's not like number 30 or 35. I think of... It's a very random number. They've run out of singles, so they're just naming it after a number now. Come on then, Jamie. You, you must be looking forward to it. Yes, because SummerSlam is on Saturday. Yeah, I know, it just seems weird, but probably because they don't want to compete with Rampage, which is going to be bigger than both shows. That <laughs> one hour of TV. Well, we um, are going to get on to that, but leave you, me. Um, right, well, let's have a quick look at the plan. <laughs> I'm, I'm shaking there going, <laughs> We're not going uh, to include these in our predictions, as we normally say. We will just have a look at um, the card. It's five matches, um, in no particular order. We have got... Um, LA Knight defending the Million Dollar Championship against Cameron Grimes with Ted DiBiase in his corner. Now, what the hell is this that I've just So said? there's a stipulation with this. Yeah, so, um, I just, oh my good lord. Since the last um, when Cameron Grimes has become LA Knight's butler. So um, Ted DiBiase's got fed up with this. I'm going to get you out of this. So they said, look, we're going to put the um, Million Dollar title on the line. And if um, Cameron Grimes wins, he's not your butler anymore. And he becomes a Million Dollar Champion winner well ellie knight said well i want something on my side of things so if i win again because i've already beaten cameron grimes twice then ted dibiase will become my permanent butler oh so for that uh, yeah all right then so obviously cameron it doesn't grimes need no, it should just be for the million dollar championship and let's be honest the million dollar championship shouldn't even be there anyway because i hate it when they have these belts it and they just use this yeah i just i don't like that in AEW either you know when to, that that takes away, the, I mean, what little prestige WWE titles have anyway these days. But having things like that, it just takes away the prestige of a title because you are just then using that as a prop. It's not a recognised world championship or mid-card championship. It's just, it's just something that you're calling yourself the million. And again, now, the million-dollar championship worked in the 80s because it was with a character that it worked with. It doesn't work now. It doesn't need to be. This is a different time. A belt should be a belt, a championship that you have, you know, earned, we can say, without going into the whole choreographed side of things. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of it. It kind of works in a way. Like, in this no, episode no. of 
in this week's episode of NXT, um, LA Knight was like in the gym lifting weights, and then Cameron Grimes went to get a towel to wipe his forehead, and he saw this guy like exercising and hitting tires with a massive hammer, Triple H's sledgehammer, and he looked at him and said, "Oh, I'll give you five, I'll give you five thousand pounds now, and I'll give you five thousand pounds if you can beat." Um, Cameron Grimes and soften him up for me. And he basically said, deal. So he's chucking this money around, five, ten thousand pounds, just to try and squash Cameron Grimes. So I think with the millions all the title, he's trying to do this money gimmick with it. But the So problem are they is, trying to say, though, that LA Knight is a millionaire as well? Yeah, they're, they're saying he's a millionaire. Right. But the thing is, they're also saying, even though Cameron Grimes is now his butler, he is also a millionaire. So over the past few weeks... What? It doesn't make he's, sense. He's been setting him chores like, oh, mow my lawn, and then he's paid a kid to do it for him. And they were out golfing, uh, caddying, and um, they've had people like come up and make fun of him and all sorts of things. He's been washing his balls on the um, on the golf course. Oh, then, aye. That's it. Yeah. Naughty boy. He's like, I finished washing your balls. Oh. It's, it's like it's like proper quality uh, humor. Yeah, proper quality. It's like Happy Gilmore. Uh, but it's been it's been a really good entertaining storyline, and it, I am invested in it. I think it, it will be a solid match. Who's going to win then? We're going to have a new Grimes. champion. He's going to go Grimes, to yeah. the moon. Is that what he's saying these days, is it? That's his catchphrase. And sniff my grits, Mr. Regal. So with a quality catchphrase like that, he wasn't on the release list. No, that guy's going... Is that at least on a T-shirt? It is. I have that T-shirt. I got given it for my birthday. Why aren't you wearing it? It's... um. Because yeah, you don't want to be seen in public wearing it. Oh, Here he is. He's I not wearing it. He's going to do Let's have a look. What's that it's, now? It's a bit soggy. I washed it today, but there we go. I beg your Oh, there it is. Straight to the moon. DL. Well, in that case, he's my new favourite. I'm going to watch it now. He's <laughs> my me, me new favourite. He is. Very good. Cameron Grimes, the winner. Um, Raquel Gonzalez defending the NXT Women's Championship against Dakota Kai. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I Yeah. Yeah, basically, um, like um, the coat guys like got jealous of Raquel Gonzalez's success, and she's basically said the only reason you're as dominant as you have been as um, NXT Women's Champion is because I've been in your corner and I've been helping you, but I'm fed up of you being the champion. I I I want the championship back for myself. So basically, it's like the jealousy thing and. I've helped you, and that's the way to go with it. I think it's safe to say that Raquel's going to retain because um, I know these dark matches on Raw and SmackDown can go either way, but she's had quite a lot of dark matches, Dakota Kai has, um, against Aaliyah and a couple other people. So there is the potential Dakota could get called up because, she's again, she was in the first Mayan Classic. She's been there about four or five years, and she does look like a superstar. You know, Auckland, New Zealand, megastar-like. Um, and you look at the people that are coming up on the women's roster – they're all faces, um, or he- they're all heels. Sorry, so you'll want the championship to stay on Raquel because realistically, you look at Raw and they've got um, Rhea Ripley and they've got Charlotte Flair. You look at SmackDown, they've got Tamina, um, Nia Jax, they've got some powerhouses. So really, she'd be lost in the shuffle. I don't think there's any sort of time for Raquel to come up now. I think she's more likely to be in sort of a Royal Rumble and come through okay. like after WrestleMania. Um, so I think she'll win. Um, Raquel Gonzalez will win I think Dakota Kai there is a potential that she could get called up because she's been in the company for quite a while and they need to pull the trigger with her either by giving her the belt or calling her up and I think calling her up would probably be the best sort of route for her Okay Moving on Kyle O'Reilly sending Adam Cole up straight out the door to AEW by losing the two out of three falls match traditional wrestling match fall one street fight fall two and 
the steel cage, if necessary, let's be honest, it will be. Because uh, why would yeah. you bring in a steel cage to not use it? And this is why I don't like two or three fourths matches, but anyway. I'd love it if um, it finished in two fourths. Well, at least it would be different, wouldn't it? But yeah, third fall steel cage. Um, now, this is interesting, this, because either people are going to look at it in different ways. Maybe all this Adam Cole stuff is just him and he's not going anywhere. And if it is, wouldn't it be incredible, really, to see Adam Cole win this match? Because then everyone is going, oh, yeah, he's definitely going to AEW. He's definitely not happy where he is, blah, blah, blah. They'd all just go, oh. So <laughs> I'm going to say Adam Cole will win. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if they really want to end it, why don't they have like a loser leaves NXT match or a loser leaves WWE match? I mean, if it's really like the final, final one, and you want to call Adam Cole up or his, his contracts near the end, like surely he would play up to that a bit more than. Yeah. He could just do a shoot like, oh, yeah, my, title, my contract's up for renewal. I might not sign another one. I tell you what, if I lose this match, I'll leave the, I'll leave NXT for good, and then he just shows up on Raw or something. We're surely all thinking though that if Kyle O'Reilly wins, Adam Cole is probably going. But if Adam Cole wins, he's staying. Or could Kyle O'Reilly win and then Adam Cole still come out and go, "Yeah, like I'm still here." I'm not. I think that. Yeah, the second yeah. option. I think it doesn't really matter. You know, often when people are getting called up, they usually lose their last match in NXT because they're being called up. So I don't really think it matters who wins this match because Kyle O'Reilly. Well, Kyle O'Reilly needs to win because he's not really going to be doing much else. He needs to sort of be elevated by it. Uh, Does he not Cole... need the call up then, Kyle O'Reilly? Because what else has he got left to do in NXT? Surely that's the same. Uh, as much as it's an argument for Adam Cole, there's nothing really left for him to do in NXT. What else really there's is there left for Kyle O'Reilly? He's never won the uh, North American title. He's never won the World Championship. But you look at Adam Cole. He's won all of the titles. Mm. Um, he's Grand Slam champion in um, in there. You know they've won the Dusty Classic. I think with someone like Kyle O'Reilly, they really need to look at him and. He's got a bit of a character at the moment. They're only just starting to work the character with him um, and give him sort of like a cool... They could call him Cool Kyle and he comes out and starts to pretend to play guitar and stuff. But with Adam Cole, he's a package. Like, he's already there. Like, you could call him up and Shinsuke Nakamura is the new Intercontinental Champion after the weekend. So can you imagine Shinsuke doing an open challenge and Adam Cole comes out and challenges him? I'm well up for that. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, we will await that one with bated breath, won't we, Jamie? Yeah, I'll see you at my man page next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go for this one next because, well, this probably will be the main event, but I'm going to leave what my main event will be until the end. So next we've got Karrion Cross defending the NXT Championship against that Samoan Joseph we have. Um, yeah, I mean... Is it the first match back? Yeah. Have you not been watching NXT? I know you are. No, neither do I. They brought yeah. Samoa Joe back to basically be the assistant yeah, to William Regal, and after about two weeks, he went, "Yeah, here's my resignation. I don't want to be anymore." It literally lasted about two weeks. That was it. And then, yeah, now he's going to, I assume, going to win the title from Karrion Cross, so he can finally drop it and move permanently onto the main roster and job to, I don't know, Apollo Cruz. <laughs> yeah. Really Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's been Jeff Hardy two weeks in a row now. No, no. What well, we? What's our thoughts on this one then, Dan? I think it has to be Samoan Joe taking the belt. Um, That's Samoan Joe. He's been like 
Ian at Pete Dunn backstage and that Ridge Holland and all of them, like giving them dirty looks. There's so many matches he could have in current NXT as a new champ. They did it with Finn Balor, do it with Samoa Joe, and with that Karrion Cross. He's already on Raw every single week. I just hope they do something with Scarlett and they potentially move her up as well because the year's missing something on Raw. Well, I did read that she was. Yeah, I did read that she was supposed to come on to Raw eventually. Maybe they were waiting for him to drop. Maybe they were waiting for him to drop the title. And literally, this has just come into my head. They might use her as a bit of a catalyst. Maybe he'll now lose again on Raw for a couple of weeks and go, oh, he's lost his NXT Championship. He's he's lost his mojo a bit. He's lost his momentum. So, uh, you know, I I brought her in, I have, to kickstart me back again. Yeah. They need a bit of the smoke show on Raw, for sure. Mm, Has she actually wrestled a match? Not on NXT, no. Um, when she was in TNA, yeah, um, she was wrestling quite a bit, but she's not exactly the best in-ring worker. Eva um, Marie. But, oh, my days. We'll get onto that in a little bit. Wow. But, um, yeah, she hasn't wrestled a match on NXT. I don't know if she's done it in the house shows or backstage, but um, in Impact, she was pretty green, so they'd probably have to do a lot of work with her. Lovely. All going for the Samoan Joseph, then? Yeah, boy. Brilliant. One thing right. as well, if he wins it, he will be the first ever three-time champ, Pony. Well, just release him, get him released. They already released him this year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Samoa Joe. Right, yeah, Where's we'll go... Where's Joe picture, Taryn? Um, well, well, yeah, but our lovely listeners can't see it anyway, so it's, it's, it's pointless, isn't it, to, to put it on there? It's in our heart. Oh, oh well, there he is. Good old Joe. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Yeah. He's gone. He's gone. Um, right. Uh, this won't be the main event, but I want it to be. We have the rematch from the absolutely fantastic match from God, probably about a year ago now, wasn't it? Ten, ten months, yeah. Yeah. Um, Walter defending or Volta defending the NXT United Kingdom Championship um, against Droganoff. Do you know what? I've got a feeling this will probably kick off the show. To be honest, and if it does, then fair, fair enough because it'll be a solid opener. If it is. Let's be honest, I think it's going to be very much similar to the momentum side of things as the Shawn Michaels Undertaker match, where it's going to be brilliant. It's not going to quite match how good the first one was, but it'll be there or thereabouts. And, you know, more more of the same, I'll say, as far as the first match goes. Jamie, I know you don't watch NXT, neither do I, but I have watched this, if you haven't. Go back and watch the match. It's about 15 minutes long, and it is brutal. They just they're working very very stiff with each other, but stiff and con- controlled and respectable, performing well both of them. About ten months ago, I'll find the link yeah. and I'll send it to you it, on NXT UK. No, no, no. It was BT during Studio. the pandemic. Yeah. During the pandemic, but that almost made it better because there was no crowd. So not only did you see the physicality, you heard the connections of things as well. And just watch it; it's brilliant. So I think with a crowd, it will work. Won't be quite as good as the first one, um, but for me, surely this is when Volta drops the title, and it's not gonna, it's not gonna affect him. It's not gonna, you know, doing his character anymore. It is just time to move the title on, and yeah, I think now's the right time. Yeah, there's loads of people down in NXT UK for Dragonoff to defend the belt against. You know, even saying something like a Jordan Devlin versus Dragonoff for the UK title, that match works. But you look at Walter. If I said Walter versus Samoa Joe, you'd be up for yeah. that. You know, we'd see Walter versus Pete Dunne again. There's so many people that Walter could face in the normal NXT. And they've been saying for years, you know, he represented NXT t- three years ago in Survivor Series for Team NXT. I think it is the time that he moves over to 
um, actual NXT and then eventually gets called up to the main roster because even if I said like Drew McIntyre versus Walter in a few years' time, everybody would love to see that match. So I think it is the case that they do need to transition him over, teach him a bit of promo work, work with Imperium a little bit, and the sky will be the limit for him. Has, is Imperium still together? Have they lost one or two members during the cuts? They've lost Alexander Wolf, but um, yeah, I think... Yeah. Isn't MSK facing Imperium for the tag titles yeah. at uh, 36 as well? Um, they're the only matches that we've got listed on um, WWE.com. Might be a kickoff show, but I think that they, they're either... No, they um, push the match back. I think it's next week on NXT. So they're facing them shortly. Um, and they said, oh, it's all about Imperium. So, yeah, we've got Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner. They're still a tag team. And they're pretty solid, to be fair. MSK have really just been floundering. They haven't been doing much, but... I think either um, Grizzled Young Veterans or Imperium, they're going to be the next ones to sort of take the belts off them. Brilliant. Do you know what? Now we've run it down, I'm actually quite looking forward to it. I think I probably will watch it. The, the girl that, shut up, Jamie. Um, the, <laughs> I'm off work next week. It's the wife's birthday, so naturally I've taken a week off. <laughs> family's coming down, so I will absolutely spend, I probably won't watch it live, but I'll spend Monday, um, yeah, watching it. Interesting. It'd be a good watch. It'd be decent. Yeah, well, and um, the last time Dragonoff and Walter faced each other, I think it was the last time that Meltzer gave a WWE match five star rating. So yes, very true. Won't be five stars this time. Four, four point two. I'll not enough there. super kicks. So, yes, uh, not enough water. IGN. That's an inside <laughs> joke. If anybody knows about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Really. Well, we look forward to that then. Um, did anybody watch Triple? M- I think Dan Joe, you might watch Triple Mania, or you've at least. I haven't seen all of it, but I've seen obviously the clips of the main bits of happened. Two exciting things happened at the event. So um, we'll start with the Kenny Omega thing. Kenny Omega was facing Andrade Igalo, um, and Conan was supposed to be in Andrade's corner, but Andrade said beforehand, no, I've got somebody else who's going to be walking me to the ring. So Conan went in um, Omega's corner, and Ric Flair came out with Andrade, and they did a bit of... A thing in the ring where it was Conan facing Ric Flair and Andrade facing Kenny Omega. Uh, but it, ultimately, Kenny Omega retained, uh, took the belt with him. But the most exciting thing that happened is Diana Prazo, the best women's wrestler um, at the moment in any brand, uh, actually won uh, the the equivalent of the women's title in AAA. So she's now a double champion. And I think um, Britt oh, Baker's cool. calling her out on uh, on the Twitter. That sort of match, I'd love to see it all out. I hope they don't waste it on an impact but um, or a dynamite. But those two, Britt Baker versus Diana Perrazzo, that is the kind of match that would steal a show on any pay-per-view card. Going back to the um, Andrade match um, and Kenny Omega, but what's the deal with Ric Flair? Because I know he's not a performer. He's still an on-screen performer for WWE, or rather he was, and he's been released. So does the 90-day clause, obviously, no, I'm assuming, it doesn't count for him. To be honest, they do what they want, but the most interesting thing about the weekend, and you might not know this, is WWE had live events in Charlotte, North Carolina on the weekend, on the Saturday. Yes, I know and what Charlotte, you're saying, yeah. Charlotte didn't go to that. She ended up having it off, and she ended up going to Triple A to watch Andrade. So She's a naughty girl. She's yeah, a so naughty girl. I think we're not going to see a title going on Charlotte this weekend. No, but then again, I suppose if she was granted the time off, it's up to her. You know, it depends what she said. So, you know, if she said, oh, I'm ill, I don't feel very well. And then yeah, but if, you're that, going, but... if you're doing a um, a show and you know that somebody's going to be a fan of it, yeah. yeah, you've got somebody like, you go into the Glasgow Hydro and they know that Drew McIntyre is Scot- Scottish and Nikki Ash is Scottish. And they go, oh, you two can have the weekend off. It's all right, we'll wrestle. You'd go turning up, you're thinking, I want, you know, hometown hero. 
You know, it's like me going yeah. to watch a Cardiff gig and, you know, Tegan Knox's front row. That's what happened last time. It's I mean, expect it. I know, I, I get you, but at the same time, it is only a house show. It's not a TV taping. It doesn't mean anything. And, uh, well, not husband, is it fiance? Was wrestling in the one of the main events of the event. So the biggest match of his career. Well, yeah, exactly. But it's triple A. That's more than one A's. That's thrice the amount of A's. Triple A R. Yeah, exactly. Triple R. Obviously, Ric Flair got in the ring and did a bit of whipping. (laughs) Oh, did he? I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. Uh, when you say about Conan being in Kenny Omega's corner, isn't he like a face on AEW with with Santana and Arth Ortiz? I think so. Yeah. When uh, was the last time he appeared on AEW though? That's like weeks last ago. week with Santana and Ortiz. Was it really? <laughs> like, oh, God, I didn't know. Man, he's looking his age now though, isn't he, Conan? <laughs> Just a bit. He is. Yeah. So Ric Flair's going to AEW. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They're going to try and re- reunite the Horsemen, aren't they? Oh God! Are they? <laughs> Don't do it, isn't it? <laughs> We're the four horsemen. match. <laughs> Did Claire any... versus Cody for the AEW? Don't oh, give them ideas. Um, did Did anybody watch Rampage? I did. Yes, I did. What did I you watched, think, Jamie? I watched Rampage Brown on UK, on XT oh, UK. For God's sake! I've only seen him live in Preston. Yeah, you see. Um, yeah. Um, what did you think, Jamie? I really enjoyed it. I think the good thing is it's only an hour long, isn't it? So they can focus a lot more on the wrestling. Every match had meaning. There was a storyline to it. And they were all basically title matches. Uh, you had Britsburg going down and retaining her title. Miro absolutely destroying this guy. I didn't get the whole Sammy Guerrero thing, but there you go. I'm sure it was a nice moment for... Friend. Yeah, friends. but shit. Apparently that was apparently that was a real shoot as well. He didn't know that was gonna happen, so his emotion was real when he got given the contract. I was done yeah. have a contract anyway for like performing on AEW Dark no, anyway. it was like a contractor, wasn't it? Now he's got a full time <laughs> job to get a full time salary. Yeah, another person signed AEW. They've now got one thousand five hundred and sixty seven wrestlers on their roster. Well it'll just and be on every single one of them are all elite. Yeah, all elite. Now, in, interestingly enough, and I'll get your take on it now, JB, we all had our kind of predictions for the Impact World Championship match, and, well, look what happened. I mean, I'm I sure somebody right. said that. I was right as well. I said, I, and I'm pointing to my eye, I was right. I was and wrong. So was I. Yes, Dan was wrong. Jamie, give me your thoughts, and then I want to hear Dan and Jones. Like I said, it, it makes sense, Christian. When the oh, he was right, yes. Yeah, but I was thinking maybe because he had all these matches. I know, obviously, I don't think he was ever going to lose to Andrade, but imagine he just had all of these matches in a row and just loses every single title, and he's just there now as just the AEW champion. But I think, like you said last week, it is probably going to be one of these, like, a winner-take-all match at All Out for all of the titles. Winner-take-all. Win, 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 and um, I was like, I was like... I was looking at it when he um, when he won the title. I was like, why is he holding up the AEW title? So why is he holding up two belts? And then realised that the Impact title is two belts. I'm like, all right, why? Because one of them is TNA. Yeah, one of them is TNA, one's Impact. I saw that, obviously, at a closer look. But I'm well, like, it normally why is he still just walking around two titles? Because about a year ago, probably longer now, they had a TNA reunion show in Impact. 
a moose, was it? Or somebody brought back the TNA title and won it. And then went, yeah, we might have an Impact World Champion, but I'm bringing back the TNA World title as well. And for the last year, they've had the TNA and Impact. So they've kind of but unified them all into one now. Basically, they have got got rid of it without going too much into spoilers because they have taped um, some future events. Christian has already defended the Impact World Championship already. We won't talk about it because it will be a spoiler. Um, I know Dan was saying he, he can't see it happening, but I know we, as I said last week, Christian will have a final tour around Impact, defend it a few times, have a few matches, and then, like I said, lose it. Uh, in the winner take all against Kenny what, what, Omega, take and that's his final hurrah. Really, he's Impact Champion. He is a Hall of Famer, is he not, or will be? Not at the moment. Not at the moment, but he will be absolutely. He'll be in the AEW Hall of Fame when they launch one, probably next. No, show. stupid. The AEW Rampage Hall of Pain with Mark oh. Henry on commentary. Who was all if- right? He wasn't bad, was he? If well, AEW released their Hall of Fame, Cody Rhodes is going to be the first person inducted to it. Of course it is. And They're just the title. He had the best line of the whole show, Mark Henry. They said something about Kenny Omega. said, look at all those belts he's got. And Mark Henry goes, the only belt I've got is around my waist. Well, it's true. <laughs> Didn't Jericho make a WWE reference as well? He actually, called, he actually named him. Yeah, it's like the first match, like you said, he... Um... I can't remember what he said now. Oh, he said, Earl Hebner. Yeah, Earl Hebner has yeah. been messing me over in WWE. That's it, yeah. Right. So, what the forbidden door? That's all right. John Cena mentioned Dean Ambrose in his promo on SmackDown, so it's all he good. He did, he did, yeah. You ran Dean Ambrose out. Do you and what... who else? <laughs> CM Punk. Oh, yes, the kiss well, of Maybe dreams. I'll blow a kiss as I take your title away. <laughs> I like Roman's line about um, giving your, your boring, just like missionary. Mission, your boring, just like the missionary position. That's probably why Mickey Bella left yesterday. <laughs> God, that was pretty cool. I like that. Uh, but, Joe, what's your thoughts then on Christian Cage being the new champion and where does this put Omega? Surely this means Omega is, as we said, going over all out. I mean, I'm not surprised Christian's won the TNA Impact World Heavyweight title. I mean, he is—he was like the poster boy for Impact for a long, long time. You know, in 2004, he jumped from WWE back to TNA, and then he went back to WWE. Now he's back in Impact again. It makes sense. He's like an Impact legend. Him, him losing—you know, him, Kenny Omega losing it to somebody like Christian isn't a knock on Kenny Omega. As you said, he'll go around um, Impact, he'll defend against Semi Callahan and Moose and people like that. And then I dare say Kenny Omega will win it back off in, in a couple of weeks' time. So, yeah, good for Christian, I think. Lee, I did quite enjoy Rampage, to be fair, this week. I think an hour is a good amount of time. Obviously, everybody's going to be glued to this Friday. I'm just waiting for the whole, like, 58 minutes and still nothing's happened and then suddenly like the lights go out or something and then you know it's just he's not there then they just go oh we'll see you next week on rampage just just imagine he's not james ellsworth they keep doing these vignettes all night it's james ellsworth with his chin i i would find that absolutely hilarious (laughs) it would be so funny watching you don't have a chin no chin (laughs) music it's eugene Oh my yes. 
Doink the Clown. Evil Doink the Clown. Don't give Don't. them any ideas now. <laughs> um, before we go on to our SummerSlam preview and predictions, there is literally really only one piece of, of news that, unless anybody can think of anything, um, anything noteworthy that I've picked up this week, and it's really just to say that the Royal Rumble for next year is now going to take place in February and not January. They've effectively announced, not yet officially, it's going to be released in a press conference fairly soon. But I think I remember a few weeks ago we were talking about the fact that they announced that there's going to be a pay-per-view in January. And we thought, oh, well, squeezing a couple in into January. But now they're going to move the Royal Rumble to in its first time ever into February. Now, if they're still sticking with Mania being April time, that's one month less for the build-up, which might actually work better in WWE's favour because we've said before, the build-up to Mania in the last few years with certain matches has been poor. So with less time, it might actually give them, you know, they don't have to stretch out too much. Um, but does that then mean they get rid of what, Elimination Chambers at February? Or do we they now do move Elimination Chamber to March so they can go whatever the pay-per-view is going to be in January... Royal Rumble in February, Elimination Chamber March. Yeah, New Year's Revolution, if they bring that back. And then just have Mania, because lately they've been having Elimination Chamber in February, and then either nothing... Uh, have they been having something in March? Or was it like payback or something? Yeah, it's like a roadblock or a payback. Or payback and, like and there's just no need, is there? Roadblock. Yeah. Roadblock ever the nine. I remember they did that <laughs> a few years ago. Great Balls um, of Fire. Great Balls of Fire ended up being a quality pay-per-view in the end. It was actually really, really solid. But, yeah, well, what are our thoughts on that, then? Do we think it is going to work better? Do we think that that means they'll just have Elimination Chamber in March and then straight to Mania in April? What, what do we reckon? If they give Elimination Chamber a rest for a few years, I'm not going to be too upset. I think we're seeing it too much. Same with the Hell in the Cell pay-per-views as well. Um, I think the Money in the Bank ones, they kind of work. But when you've got gimmick matches, you know, like we were saying a few weeks back, where you had the Fatal 4-Way pay-per-view, I think you need to get back to like the judgment days, the backlash years and the bad blood. Bad bloods, yeah, those classic pay per views when it's like, Oh, can we think of a gimmick? Oh, it's um, the championship scramble, pay per view. You know, you get a fatal boy. I agree with Dan, like I love Hell in the Cell, you know, Mankind versus Undertaker. But when it's Hell in the Cell pay per view and you have to have at least two Hell in the Cell matches on one pay per view with unless it's the impact of a Hell in the Cell match is like the final you know, the Hell in the Cell match is meant to be the worst match you could possibly yeah. have for, like, the ultimate blow-off match, right? We can't we can't settle our differences, right? We're going to settle this in the Hell in the Cell. When you have a Hell in the Cell pay-per-view every year, you're like, it's just another match now, and it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, the only other news that I have is WWE 24 will be having WrestleMania. Uh, part one and part two on Saturday and Sunday, a two-parter WWE 24, which will focus on WrestleMania. But surely that means that WWE 24 is too big for one night. It's <laughs> WWE 48. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they will. The, the, now you said that, if Vince McMahon heard that, he'd be like, good God almighty, yes, we've got to have that. This is such good shit. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, so uh, apparently it'll be on Saturday and Sunday. Part one will focus on night one, part two will focus on night two. And also on Saturday, we're going to have the Broken School Sessions. Has that been? With Bobby, Bobby Lashley. Bobby. Is that now Bob the Lash? Oh, yes, it is. This weekend. 
all I'm, of the specials this weekend. You know what? I'm quite looking forward to um, Bob the Lash. Bob, Bobby Lashley one. I feel like it's someone that we don't hear of outside of like the business outside of TV too much. And to kind of get a bit of an insight to him, especially now he is finally a main event player and, and a world champion. Um, don't know about you guys, but no, I am looking forward to that. Is that did you say that's did you say that Sunday or but most likely it's probably gonna be Saturday. They usually do it before the pay-per-view or just after, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I okay. saw as, I saw as well this week, um John Moxley has um, put in a pattern for the name Switchblade or the Switchblades, and that was his tag team name on the Indies with Sammy Callahan. Ew. So that could be well, something interesting coming up. What do you think is going to happen with that? Have you got any theories? Well, I'm, I'm guessing like Sammy Callahan's going to go to AEW, I'm assuming. Well, he's a name that a lot of people have on their bucket list that they want to have matches with. I know Jericho had that, and that's why he had him on the cruise. Seeing somebody like a Sammy Callahan go to AEW, I think, will be a big um, asset because Sammy Callahan's done so much on impact. There isn't really much more that he can do. So if he does go over and transition to AEW, I'm fine with that. I'm more fine with that than seeing some of the released WWE stars go across because at least he's exhausted all of his avenues and now he's actually taken a step up. So if they are, are going to become a tag team and Moxie's going to be the first one to hopefully try and become a triple crown champion, it could be pretty cool. Brilliant. Right. Let's do it then. We have a pay-per-view this Saturday instead of Sunday for a change. I'm hearing a lot of background noise for someone, by the way, so whoever that is needs to calm that down. There we go. Brilliant. Thanks very much, whoever that was. I'm going to say it was Jay Crawford. <laughs> it wasn't me, don't worry. It's no, definitely not me. I've got the British Open snooker on, and you know how much noise a snooker makes. Knows. Um, right, so yeah, Saturday instead of Sunday. Interesting. I'm away, so I won't be able to watch it live, so I probably won't be able to watch it until Sunday afternoon, so... Absolutely no spoilers from anybody, please. So if that... you're listening, everybody um, here now, if you want to tweet us and you know tell us what's happening mm. moment by moment, Taryn gets notifications every time that somebody comments. So if you want to do that, you know, feel free. Brilliant. Well, as punishment, Daniel, for saying that, I'm going to force you now to download the album of the just-announced WWE musical guest for SummerSlam that has been announced. Here's some news for you. So it's been announced, the press release has been made, that there will be a live performance during SummerSlam by DJ Valentino Khan. Yeah, it's Bad Bunny's best friend. He's going to, oh, you know what this is building to? A live performance. Then he's going to win the 24-7 championship of our truth Then he's going to main event WrestleMania against the Miz next Reggie, year. Reggie, Reggie's the 24-7 champion. Yeah, that's true. Well, but yeah, R-Truth will win it back and then he'll take it off him. See, that's oh, he's how much... tried. He dressed up as a <sighs> bush and attacked him in a park this but, week on Raw. Ladies and gentlemen, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Gakira Dazawa dressed up as a, a dustbin. What? Yeah, right. We've got to move on, otherwise I'll say something <laughs> I will regret. Okay, so there's been no announced pre-show match yet. Um, I had a look down the list as to what I thought could be the pre-show match, and really there's only one that jumps out at me that could be, and it was the pre-show match on the. <laughs> it was the pre-show match on the last pay-per-view. It was. So I'm going to say this is going to be the pre-show match again for the last time. Uh, for, sorry, for, for another time now. 
it's going to be the Usos defending the SmackDown Tag Team Championships against Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Um, so I'll say that, that they're surely not going to announce another pre-show match. There are 10 matches. They won't announce another match. They can't do Go on, Daniel. Shinsuke versus Apollo, a rematch, because um, he dropped the belt. So they'll just do the rematch on the pre-show. Okay, cool. Maybe there will be then. But let's. Well, so either way, we'll we'll say that the Usos and Ramesha and Dominic Mysterio will be the first match or the first match on our list if it's not the pre-show match. So we'll we'll start with Joseph as we already do. Joe, your thoughts on this one and your winner. Um, I like the Mysterious as a tag team, but the Usos uh, just get their steam back after uh, you know the DOI from uh, Jey Uso. Um, Jimmy. I, Jimmy Uso, sorry. Um, I'm thinking that the Uso is going to win this. And I want Dominic Mysterio to turn on Rey Mysterio because I want Dominic Mysterio versus Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania, mask versus mask. Is Dominic wearing a mask at the moment? Uh, well, like, you know, mask versus, I don't know, Korea or something. Mask <laughs> <laughs> versus mask, yeah. It's a long time for a Bilbo to Mania, isn't it? I, I don't know. I just want to see that at Mania. I just yeah. want Rain, I just want Dominic Mysterio just to turn heel on his father and just do something terrible to him because I got to agree. Person. I got to agree. Like I'm thinking, um, the Usos are going to win, and I also see the uh, turn of Dominic Mysterio. They've been building it for the past couple of weeks. You need to listen to your father. You're not doing things right. You need to follow my lead. And Dominic's kind of rebelling a little bit, so they need to do something with him and give him a little bit of a run on his own. So yeah, I, I agree with Joe. I don't think that it's going to wait all the way till Mania. Um, it might go to extreme rules in a tables match or something. Um, but yeah, I do think there's a split coming up and I'd go with you, Sos, as well. Brilliant. In Jamie. Extreme rules, horror show in oh, an God. eye versus eye. <laughs> it's an eye for an eye. He grew that eye back. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, very similar. I mean, like I said, I, I called it on the last one. Obviously, it didn't happen. We, we were going to say the mysterious turn is going to happen. But it's going to happen at SummerSlam. Usos are going to win. Well, I am going for the new, the new no. day. <laughs> no, the the Usos will retain. Absolutely no chance. I do you know what I'm going to say? People are expecting the split, so I'm going to say there won't be the split or the fallout between them, um, between Ray and his son Dominic. But um, I still think the Usos will retain on this one. Right. Um, yes. All right, Joe. We'll go on to the Raw Women's Championship, which is a triple threat match in this particular one. We have got... Someone's going to have to turn me down because I can hear my own voice echoing and repeating. So it's either Jamie or Joe it is. Um, but, yeah, Joe, Nikki Ash defending the Raw Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. Well, um, the thing is... The Nikki Ash is only just won it and she's just changed the gimmick. I mean, I don't think um, Charlotte Flair needs another championship. It'd be what her 16th championship. I could see maybe um, Rhea Ripley winning it back. But realistically, I think they need to keep Nikki Ash really strong and like build her up as a character a bit more because. I just don't think she's like really getting over as a champion. So I think this match is going to be a proven ground, and I think Nikki Ash is going to win. Daniel, 
I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley winning, and I'm going to have um, Becky Lynch coming back in, just getting in her face. Oh, so this will be the return of Becky. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that, to be honest. Because, to be honest, Nikki Ash hasn't really been getting over on the house shows as much. Yeah, I do want to see the character progress, but I don't think she needs the title to progress the character. Whereas putting it back on Rhea Ripley, there's so many people that could face her again. I don't think that she had a time as champion. And seeing if you said to me Becky Lynch versus Rhea Ripley at Extreme Rules, mate, I'm well up for that. That match sounds incredible. Okay, so you are going with Rhea. Um, right, sorry, Joe, did you say you were going with Nikki? Nikki yeah. yeah, sorry, I want to make sure I know that down, Jamie. Nikki Ash retains. Okay, I am also going with a Nikki Ash retain. She's going to roll somebody up, she's going to roll Charlotte up. I'm going to say, not really, she's going to roll Charlotte up. Charlotte will knock Rhea out, and Ash will like push Charlotte out the ring as it always goes, or something like that. Actually, I, I, I think the opposite. I think Charlotte, yeah, well, I, I think Charlotte will knock out Rhea Ripley. Nikki Ash will roll up Charlotte, win. Charlotte will get angry and start battering Nikki Ash, and that's when Becky Lynch comes in to make the save. Yeah, um, I think the only I thing Nikki can... Ash. The only thing you can do to move it forward after then, if you keep it on Nikki Ash, is have somebody like Shayna Baylor go against Nikki Ash next because she is a yeah. built-up heel who she hasn't faced. So I agree with you guys that if they do go down the route of having Nikki Ash win, that could be an ex-challenger. But you could also, you know, you've got loads of fans and the fans do want to cheer for Rhea Ripley. So it is a good way of putting the belt back on her and having her as a multiple-time champion would kind of work as well. So I can see it in both, but I can see all of us, not none of us are saying Charlotte Flair we're not seeing Charlotte no. for a very good reason. Sorry, I, I'm laughing because I was just about to move on to the next match and it's just made me, made me laugh. Um, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. This is a pre-show. No, 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 no he won't be. But Veer and Shanky, a band from Ring. I didn't realise that's what they were called, Veer and Shanky. Um, he's, he's named his sword as well, Taran. Oh, what's he called? He's named his sword, Angela. It's what, called Angelo's sword. Um, why? It's named it's after, after his mother. mother. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Vera and Shanky are banned from ringside, so I assume that means... I, I might as well go first on this one. I assume that means Drew McIntyre is going to win, so I will go for I will go for Drew. Um, but, I mean, will this be... Will this be Jinder Mahal's first singles match on a pay-per-view since he was world champion? No, um, because at WrestleMania he won the US title after he was world. Well, that must be his last one on a pay per view, surely. Yeah, it's been quite a while. Like he hasn't had one since he's returned, um, and I think his last one was when he was US champion. So yeah, it has been a good few years since he had his last. What's know, the sword? What's the sword called again? Did you say Angela? Right, Drew McIntyre wins by stabbing Jinder Mahal today. They had a match on Raw. They had a match on Raw. It was Veer and Shanky versus Drew McIntyre. And if Veer and Shanky won, then um, Drew McIntyre can't bring Angela to the ring. But if Drew McIntyre won, then Veer and Shanky aren't allowed to come to the ring. But what, what, why does it make a difference if you can't? You can't use the sword. Apparently so why sword is it about where you can... have the power. Yeah, oh, he's, he's got superhero he ears. Prince Andrew over here. <laughs> My oh, good God. Steady on. I'm on about <laughs> He-Man himself. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the naughty Prince Andrew. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I, I mean, shall I make this one easy? Are we all just going for Drew. Yeah. 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 Jamie. Right. 
Of course he is. He'd be silly not to. That's I silly. Think the, polystyrene, silly but, the polystyrene rock at the top of the entrance round. That's the one that's going to win. <laughs> but they stab, and then he takes the sword out two seconds later and walks to the ring with it. What's the honestly? It needs a Twitter account. I need to know its opinion and why it's there. <laughs> right. Um. Oh, right. Joe, kick us off with Eva Marie with Dewdrop <laughs> in a corner versus Alexa Bliss. I mean, this just could be bullshit, isn't it? To be fair, I mean, this could be absolute bullshit. Um, the they've been doing this whole thing where um, Lily has been like controlling everyone, and like um, last, not this raw, last raw, Lily was in the corner and it stopped them having the match, and then they zoomed in on Lily and they winked, but they see Lily like winking, and then this um, week on Monday Night Raw, they. Um, Dewdrop had to like steal Lily and like hide her, but apparently, like, they did something to her to like make her stop. So, I'm thinking this like it's going to be smoke and mirrors, it's going to be Lily getting involved. I don't think even Marie's even going to turn up. Do the smoke and mirror. I don't think even Marie's going to turn up, to be honest. I think Alexa Bliss is just going to win by forfeit, or she's going to make Dewdrop wrestle for her again. But it's going to be Alexa Bliss all day long. There's going to be bullshit and smoke and mirrors involved. I'm, I'm not that bothered by this match at all, to be honest. Right, Alexa, I said Daniel. Yeah, I'm going to go for Eva Marie to get a roll-up. Okay, lovely. Jamie? Probably, like I said, no contest. But Alexa Bliss have had the Man, I'm sure the last like three Alexa Bliss matches that we were on a preview, you said no contest and none of it has been. So we are due one. I get like uh, similar to what Joe was saying. It it could be one of those like give Dewdrop a new character, just get possessed, and just become an evil minion for Alexa and it'll be in Alexa's corner instead. Yeah, well, I'm going for Eva Marie as well, Daniel. I agree with you on this one. I just think it's her first proper match back. She won't do anything. The referee will be distracted. Dewdrop will do everything. Um, there'll be shenanigans through that fucking doll, and uh, yeah. Even Marie will somehow pick it up, pick up the win, just to piss everybody off because, you know, Vince loves it. So, yes, Eva Marie for the win. Right. Um, where should we go next? Edge. The Edge. The return of Edge versus Seth Rollins, Joe. I mean, I think this will probably be one of the matches of the night. I mean, I think it'll be an absolute bad summer for a match. I mean, they've... This has been going. This has been going since two thousand and fourteen, and the like. The little videos to be shown on SmackDown have been really good. I think they could have built this a bit more. They've had since WrestleMania to build this, and they they kind of built it okay. But I think they could have done a better job on it. But I think that Seth Rollins is going to win. But he's going to like play dirty, or he'll like he'll do something like not quite. Like within the rules, like it'll be a really good wrestling match, like back and forth, back and forth, and then you're like low blow edge when the referee's not looking, like rolling up for like a handful of tights, one, two, three. But I think this rivalry's not going to stop here at WrestleMania at uh, SummerSlam. I think it'll go all the way, might go all the way to WrestleMania or at least extreme rules, and I'll have like a kendo stick match or something. It, this isn't the end of it, I don't think. This is going to carry kendo on. Kendo stick match. Yes, it's the end. Who you who you going for then? Sorry, Joe. Um, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Daniel. Um, big U two fan, so I'm going for the Edge. 
<laughs> I was, was going to make the same joke. I was going to say Bono's going to win Sophia and The Edge is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Great minds. Yeah, um, Edge has lost the past two pay-per-views in a row, so I think it's time. Send the fans home, Happy. Solid match. He wins. Bob's your uncle. We'll see. I, I, Seth Rollins has also lost a couple on the bouts as well, hasn't he? So that's why I was going to go with Rollins. So I, I'm going to go with Rollins and then Edge can get his baby face win back at, like, yeah, Extreme Rules. Jamie? I said the edge after the edge. edge is the edge, okay, <laughs> brilliant. Um, right, the United States Championship match. I don't care. I really don't. Um, <laughs> Sheamus defending against Damien Priest. I don't think Sheamus has done anything as US champion. Um, no, but I he wears a flat I, cap and I a was, nice jacket. Yeah, I mean. Uh, this is a difficult one, this, because I think, yeah, they haven't done anything with him, so they might as well just give it to Damien Priest because he's fresh. But then they haven't done anything with him, so maybe now they want to. So, yeah, sorry, I'll go for Seamus to retain. Um, Joe? Uh, Damien Priest. I mean, it doesn't help that uh, Seamus has broken his face in couldn't really wrestle. You know, he, he had that match with Alberto Correa and he had a match with, like, Ricochet and a couple of the other ones, but He's had a broken face, but he can't really wrestle. I mean, he's been a really good heel champion, but I think Damien Priest really needs to win because after the bad bunny tobacco, he's been wrestling he's been wrestling John Morrison for the past months, you know, fed up with Morrison and the Miz. He needs a new challenge, so I'm thinking Damien Priest is gonna win this one. Brilliant. Right. Uh Daniel. Yeah, I'm going with Damien Priest more because you look at the people that Damien Priest could have challenging him. You've got the carrying crosses uh, and all of these heels just waiting to get a belt. And with Sheamus, it doesn't really matter what he does. He can go into tag team. He can just do random matches. He could be annoyed with booking decisions. There's loads of stuff you can do with Sheamus. They've been doing it for years. But with, I think, Punishment Martinez, they need to do something with him. They need to strap a rocket to him and see what he can do with the title. And the fans seem to be really behind him. So... I think uh, Damien Priest, and I think actually this will be the opening uh, match of the night. That's a point, yeah. Uh, Jamie? Um, yeah, uh, I like how you said that he's been fighting Morrison for so long and now he's just going to win the title. Damien Priest will win the title and his first defence will be against John Morrison for the title. <laughs> Probably. There we go, then. No, bring, <laughs> bring back the zombies. Or Bad Bunny will make his return. No, right, moving on. We can't talk about that. <laughs> the um, SmackDown Women's Championship. Now, this is an interesting one because there's been slight rumours on the dirt sheets that this match might not take place if there's some sort of underlying concern with either Sasha Banks, Bianca Bella, or both. Who knows? We're not going to speculate, but we will go ahead and say that the match is taking place. Um, I am going to go for Sasha Banks to win back the championship. Uh, Joe? I'm going for Bianca Belair to retain, to be honest. I mean, since WrestleMania, she hasn't really had much, many, like, much chance to, like, really, like, defend the title. And it's not her fault, you know, obviously fans have only just come back for the past couple of weeks i think they really need to like give her a chance with the the title at least a, at least another month or so and then if it doesn't work out then i guess at extreme rules there'll be like a, a ladder match or something i think that um 
like on SmackDown, um, Selena Vega and Carmella got involved. I think they'll get involved again in this match and cause Sasha Banks to lose the match. Like it won't be a straight up win. I think they'll get involved somehow. Okay, Daniel. Yeah, I'm thinking Bianca Belair. There's so many new ma- and fresh matches that you could have on SmackDown if she does retain. Where with um, Sasha Banks, there's not really much that you can do with her. Um, yeah, she's still you know the boss. The standard there are all of that rubbish. But I think keep the belt on Bianca Belair. She's doing really well with it. She's really good for media. Um, it works out really well. And again, makes the fans really happy. So yeah, Bianca Belair. Okay. And Jamie? Here's one for you, Ryan. Oh, for God's sake. Bianca Belair to win. And much like you said earlier, everyone thinks it's going to be Raw, but Becky Lynch will return. And it will be for SmackDown. Bianca Belair. I mean, you think she's just had a baby. Seth Rollins is on SmackDown. Keep them on the road together. Makes sense. And Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch will sell tickets as well. How many tickets? Twelve. Really? <laughs> 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 I mean, again, like said, you've had Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks from like the past twelve pay per views on on the bounce. Yeah. Bring Becky Lynch into the picture. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair will be a very good match. And you can still, even if Sasha Banks is in the picture still, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks, you know that's going to sell. Bailey comes back. Well, and, I mean, she'll stay on SmackDown. I think they're going to keep Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch together. It makes sense to keep them together as new parents. But um, everyone's thinking Raw, but I think she's going to go SmackDown. Okay. Right, we might as well stick with Jamie for his favourite, RK Bro. Who did you say? For, uh, I have said it, I know. Who did I say? Yeah, you said no. Sasha Banks. So yeah, did the you? Banks. The Banks herself, the statement. Not even a Sasha Banks fan, but I think she'll um, Yeah, go on, we'll stick with you. RK Bro trying to get those Raw Tag Team Championships off AJ Styles and Omos. Omos. Bro. <laughs> yeah, why not? Let's, let's give them the titles. Okay, because bro. why the hell not? I'm also going to go with RK Bro as well, um, because I think Vince, for some reason, just loves Riddle. I don't get it. Um, I don't get why they're it's even a tag team. It makes no sense to me. It's crap. Um, but <laughs> it's yeah. Incredible. He says bro and it rhymes with RKO. <laughs> it also rhymes with home, but you don't see the Godfather coming out challenging for the titles, do you? Not yet. Give it Not chance. yet. Not yet. The Ho Bros. <laughs> it's time to get on the bro train. <laughs> right. Um, Dan. Yeah, RK bro. RK bro. And Joe. And they'll have a fancy new music as well. Same arcade, bro. Right, let's get bro. on to the double main event. I'm assuming this one will be not the main event, so we'll go with this one first. The WWE Championship, the World Championship. Bob the Lash defending against everybody's favourite. You know his name by now. Goldberg. Let's start with Daniel on this one. Give us your yeah. rundown. It's going to be a two-minute squash match. It's going to be Bob the Lash. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Bob the Lash wins. Job done. All right. Okay. Um, 
Daniel, uh, Joseph even. Same, I can't see it lasting more than five minutes. Um, I'm thinking Bobby the Lashley's going to win. I mean, Goldberg, I'm not, as you guys know, I'm not the biggest fan of him. He, he might put in a really good show, you never know, but yeah, Bob the Lashley all day. Okay, uh, Jamie? Okay, bro. Oh, wait, wrong match. Sorry. Uh, Bob the Lash. <laughs> yeah. Um, in a 10-minute battle. In a winner's Eight take. minutes of it is outside the ring. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm going Before for the bell even rings. <laughs> um, I'm going for Lashley as well. We ain't, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not spending Can any I more time on that. a wildest claim? A double counter. <laughs> After he gets speared through the side, a double count out. Okay. <laughs> All right, then, if that's what you want to go with. Well, no, I'm saying Bobby Lashley, but I just wanted to throw a random one out there. I mean, they want to protect Goldberg, don't they, and stuff, and they don't want to make him lose as much. Just have a yeah. nice little double count out after he a ball, like, completely smashes Bob Lash through the side with a ferocious spear that knocks them both unconscious double count out everyone boos john cena comes to save the day in his <laughs> next match right let's start with you then on the next match the main event roman reigns defending the universal championship against could it be mr 17 time record breaker jonathan cena himself ba, ba, da, ba. Um, I would absolutely love to see it. Who would have thought you would have said that two years ago? I know. But I think to me this I is the did. most interesting one because if we're going to say Roman Reigns retains, how do they... I mean, they can quite obviously just do it normally, but how do, how do they end the show with surely something big's got to happen? Surely if Roman Reigns is going to beat John Cena, they're not going to shake hands, you know, let's, let's be honest, there's going to be no shaking of hands or anything because of the heel side of Roman Reigns. How does the event finish if Reigns retains? Or does it finish with... <laughs> <laughs> Did not see that on SmackDown. Like Paul Heyman was doing an interview, and he just turns around and Biggie's like, <laughs> 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 "No, John Cena's gonna win." <laughs> okay, John Cena's gonna win. Yeah, seventeen time. Cement his legacy. Hall of Fame next year. Retiring to films. Done. Okay. I mean, again, I understand if Roman wins, obviously, it cements him as probably one of the greatest by defeating one of the greatest of all times. But I think it's going to be John Cena will beat Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns will win it back, maybe at Royal Rumble, for example. And then that can set up the Rock at WrestleMania, can't it? Oh, right. Okay. Or um, will we say John Cena versus The Rock for the thrice in a lifetime? Is it no, no. That thrice, right? And then um, Roman Reigns will win the Rumble, and that will still set up. No, this getting it out of hand now. I'm putting a stop to this crap. Right, Joe. Um, I'm thinking Roman Reigns will probably win, but I'm thinking that Vince McMahon is so petty that. Ric Flair has gone to AEW that John Cena's going to win it for the 17th time just to piss him off. I well, mean, I, need I, it, I need a decisive answer here, Joseph. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Roman Reigns is going to win, but I think 
my call is Rumbleweed's going to win, but I think Biggie's going to cash in on him and use his money in the bank. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't think we'd be saying that. Okay. So you're going for Reigns to win, but then a big E cash in. Five points for cash in, remember? Certainly is. Right. Daniel. Um, I'm going, you need to send the fans home happy at the end of a big show like this. So it's Does either it going to be. Points, by the way, if it's not a cash in, because you could just play that every single pay per view until it happens. Yeah, I think it's going to lose five points. Unless, unless oh, everybody right, yeah. gets one card at least. It's a, it's a five point gain on top of all your other points, if he is correct. But then oh, no way. Oh, you don't lose all your points, but you lose. You did that last year. No, you, sure. you lose five points or. If you've already earned less than five points, if you've only earned less than five points, obviously you do then lose everything. So it's the gamble that you, you make. You get nothing, sir. You lose. You lose. Good day. <laughs> yeah, I'm agreeing with Jamie. I think you need to send the fans home happy. I think in Juan Cena, um, he's got a few appearances booked for after SummerSlam. So there's ample opportunity. And they're trying to say that Finn Balor's going to be going after him. So yeah, give him the belt. Fans go home happy. Boost attendance. Job done. Okay. I am going with Roman Reigns to retain, but something will happen after us. Oh, good God almighty, what is that noise, Joseph? That's Joe's beard. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Hello, Kirby. Yeah, yeah we, we, we can, can hear you. We can hear you. Believe me, we can hear you. Believe you, me. Um, <laughs> I, I think that, yeah, Reigns to retain, then I, I don't, I'm trying to think of something, what could happen. Something Definitely will happen. John, John Cena might extend the handshake and Reigns will brush him off. So then Cena will like attitude adjustment him to send the fans home happy, that, that type of thing. But Reigns to retain. Right. Okay. Well, there we go. Then that's our predictions in. Um, let's see. I am. But the Rock is not going to be there. Stop. Right. <laughs> He's not going to. He's too busy for me. Faster than the Viewer 77. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I am. I am looking forward to it. To be honest, I am looking forward to uh, SummerSlam a lot more than some of the events that we've had this year. But um, speaking of SummerSlam, shall we have a SummerSlam themed quiz? Oh, goody! Yes, please. Let's finish off with that, Joe. I believe you've written the quiz this week. Look at the panic <laughs> in his face when I said that. No, it's me. I've done it. Don't you worry. Well, I was going to say I've written anything. <laughs> No, it's me. Don't you worry. I've got it here. I hope you've all got pen and paper. No googling, Jamie Crawford. Sorry. Yes, I am ready. Right. Good. So it's the SummerSlam themed quiz. Let's have a quick look at where we are. I can't unfortunately get any points this week. It doesn't matter. You're not going to catch anyone. <laughs> but as it stands, Dan's on thirteen, Jamie's on six, Joe's on four, and I'm on three. Good God. Um, so, yeah, so can anybody get any closer to Daniel or will Daniel take a further lead in front? Let's start with question one. What year was the first SummerSlam pay-per-view held? Yes. Jimmy, stop Googling. I can see the reflection in your glasses. What glasses? <laughs> <laughs> question two. <laughs> I want the place, not the arena. Where was the first SummerSlam pay-per-view held? Mm. There we go. Question three. 
What was the main event of SummerSlam 2004? So it was a singles match, but who were the two people in the singles match? Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. That look in the faces. Sure. I think I've got it. <laughs> okay, question four. Between 2015 and 2007... Let me start that again. Between 2015 and 2018, SummerSlam was held in the same place in what arena? Yeah. So for those four years, between 2015 and 2018, SummerSlam was held in what arena? Okay. Question five. Between 2009 and 2014, SummerSlam was held in what arena? So for six years in a row, it was held in a different arena. Okay. Cool. Question six. How many times has Brock Lesnar main evented SummerSlam? So by main event, I do mean the last match on the card. How many times has Brock Lesnar main evented Summerfest. Question seven. What was the main event of last year's SummerSlam 2020? Oh dear, oh dear. Look at the Googling. I can see it in the reflection in the whites of the eyes. In the whites of the eyes. Question eight. Which championship was on the line in the main event of SummerSlam 2001? I will repeat that. Which championship was on the line in the main event of SummerSlam 2001? Question nine. Who did The Undertaker face in the main event of SummerSlam in 1994? And question ten. The closest gets the point on this one. SummerSlam 1992 from Wembley yeah. Arena, London, had what build attendance? I right, got it. <laughs> he says, he says, right. Right, we're going to go from the beginning now. Number one, I'm going to ask people in different orders. So we'll start. Um, yeah, Jamie, you go first. What year was the first SummerSlam? 88. Anybody any different? Nope. 88 is correct. Joe, where was the first SummerSlam pay per view held? No idea. I put Los Angeles. Anybody any different? I put Las Vegas. I got New York City, baby. Woo! New York City. <laughs> MSG, wasn't it? It was indeed. Daniel, what was the main event of SummerSlam 2004? Chris Benoit versus Randy Orton. Anybody any different? I thought he said 14. <laughs> what did you put? 
<laughs> uh, Brock versus John Cena. No, 2004. <laughs> it was Benoit versus Orton. I thought you said 14. Sorry. What did you, Joe? What did you write? Benoit versus Orton. Okay, Jamie. <laughs> Between 2015 and 2018, SummerSlam was held in what arena? The Barclays Arena. Joe, Dad, any difference? AT&T Stadium. It is the Barclays Centre, but I will take arena if you've put Barclays. That's the main thing. Um, Dan, uh, not Dan, Joe, sorry. Between 2009 and 2014, SummerSlam was held in what arena? Toronto Air Canada Centre. Anybody any different? Staples. I said AT and T. Dan gets the point. It is the Staples Centre. Um, Six years in a row. Right, um, Jamie. Back to you. How many times has Barack Lesnar main evented SummerSlam? I thought it's weird that you asked this question. So I'm only going to say one against John Cena. Joe, Dan. Joe, what's your five? I put six. The correct answer is eight. Eight oh. times he's been in the main <laughs> event. <laughs> so no one with the point oh, on that. Memorable match. Oh. <laughs> um, Joe, what was the main event of last year's SummerSlam? I'm sure it was Bray White versus Goldberg, wasn't it? Anybody any different? Yeah, I got Drew versus AJ. I got uh, Bray versus Braun. It was technically The Fiend versus Braun, but I will allow the point because I know you mean it was Braun Strowman versus The Fiend for the Universal Championship. Because, let's not forget, The Fiend Bro -bro won the Universal Kiva. Championship and then you'll <laughs> never see it coming. <laughs> Roman Reigns <laughs> return. That stupid no, no. tagline. Right, um, Jamie, back to you. Which championship... Is it not me? Hey, no, what? I'm joking, go on. <laughs> Which championship was on the line in the main event of SummerSlam 2001? Um, 2001, I went for the Undisputed title. Pretty sure it's like 2000. Anybody any different? Prepared. Well, it wouldn't have been the I Undisputed because the Undisputed was um, brought in in November, so it would have been after. I put WCW Championship. Anybody any different? I put tag. I, I thought that was about the time the triple ladder match was, was in. The main event of SummerSlam 2001 was The Rock versus Booker T for the WCW Championship. Yeah. Dan gets the point. <laughs> Joe, who did The Undertaker face at SummerSlam 94? No idea. I put Ted DiBiase. Anybody any different? Bret Hart. I put Diesel. You're all wrong. At SummerSlam 94, The Undertaker faced The Undertaker. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, The Undertaker. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was Undertaker. It's my Undertaker. <laughs> it was his cousin or something. Yeah. <laughs> he was like a fucking foot shorter than him as well. <laughs> um, right, and who's the closest? SummerSlam 92 from Wembley Arena. Uh, Arena. 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 In London, had what build attendance? I say build because it's very much disputed. We know how WWE likes to exaggerate things. So, um, yeah, Dan, what did you go for? 102. Jamie? I put 102, 958. Yeah, <laughs> you put 93,000. You put what? 
ninety-three thousand. Well, Joe's cheat. It, yeah, Joe gets the point. It's actually not as much as you think. It was eighty thousand three hundred and fifty-five. Oh, so there we go. In the bout to not the other guy out. So tally up your scores. Who's got what? I've got four. I got four. Oh good god. Oh shit. Four as well. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, shit. This is the first time ever it is. Bradley, Bradley, Bradley it's will be very happy. It's a triple threat. It's a three way, so I'm going to give a tiebreaker, I am. The rock. We we <laughs> we better do <laughs> We better do another attendance one <laughs> just to try and get a number um, out there. So let's go for it. So I'm going to give you a summer slam, a random one in a moment, because I'm just going to quickly buy one. And again, I want you to give me what the what it was. So I'll tell you what, why not? Summer slam uh, 2001, since the main event was for the WCW Championship, the Rock versus Booker T. And um, some just so I can give you an idea of what other matches were on the card to see whether or not you think it was a big sellout or whatnot. It was at the, um, in fact, I'm not going to tell you because Jamie will Google. So there were other matches. I'm literally just typing SummerSlam 2001. (laughs) (laughs) It was at the compact. Oh, well, that probably gives you a clue. The compact center in San Jose. Kurt Angle versus Stone Cold for the WWE title. Steel Cage King and the Undertaker versus... Dallas Page and Chris Canyon, Rob and Dan Jeff Hardy, Hardcore Championship, Ladder Match. So some fairly decent cards. What was the attendance? I will go with Jamie first. Oh, but then I set the benchmark for everyone else. 22,400. Joe? 80,000. How many now? What is it? Some kind of WrestleMania? Uh, da- uh, Joe, uh, Dan, even good God, that's right. I could go for anything. Eight thousand six hundred thirty-two. Eight six hundred. What did you say, Jamie? Uh, Twenty-two thousand. Uh, oh, good God Almighty! Fifteen thousand two hundred ninety-three. Who's closer? You're not. You're more or less than the same, aren't you? I think. What fifteen to? I, I don't know. I yeah, think James, da- seven off, and I'm five off. Yeah, I was going to say. I think Dan nicks it just. I was going to say, can nobody beat this man for God's sake? Well, you can next week because I'm on hosting duties. Lovely. Yeah, it doesn't mean we're going to beat you. It just means we're going to get more points. (laughs) And on 14 points. Well done, Daniel. Thank you. And Daniel, you can lead us out with where people can find us on the socials. Well, you can find us for Grapplecast Show. You can find us on your Apple Podcasts, your Spotify's, your Deezer's. Wherever you get your podcast ready, you can actually stream us uh, straight away off, twi- off the Twitter as well by clicking the link and streaming through there. Uh, but give us a comment. Give us a like on the Instagram, on the Twitter, on the Facebook. You can like us. You can follow us. You can, yeah, just give Taryn all of the spoilers to what's happening on SummerSlam because if it comes through as a notification, you can't avoid him. So drop him a message. Do it grapple by cast pain show. of death. Yes, absolutely. I Grapple Cash Show. Well, enjoy SummerSlam, boys. Enjoy NXT if you do watch it. I'm going to have a lovely weekend. Moon! Oh, God, I'm not buying that T-shirt. I'm going to have a lovely weekend in the Lake District, and I will watch it when I do. But, yes, enjoy, and we will see you all next week. Thanks very much, guys. Nice one, guys. Thanks. Bye. CM Punk. CM Punk. CM Punk. CM Punk. CM Punk. CM Punk. Hold one. Andre.
Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin! I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty! Number four, armbar! I am Sir 